Hello guys, Arnav Chakravarti here and listening to my podcast is The Wrestling Radio by Arnav Chakravarti and Happy New Year 2021. This year I expect and everybody will expect that this year will be best year but I don't know will coronavirus go on for all over the world permanently or not because no vaccine came and everybody knows that everybody was still suffering and can't enjoy for a festival like that if you live in America if you live in India and if you live in other countries you can't celebrate properly because you maintaining social distancing wearing mask this is awkward because and regularly washing hands using sanitizer hand wash regularly oh my god this is absolutely awkward and absolutely tired situation for every person so this is absolutely awkward nobody can tolerate this and i i can't tolerate this everybody needs some space and if you occupy the space then you didn't get any kind of a attention like that so this is absolutely bad and if you are thinking that 2021 is here but coronavirus is gone then i think it's you're wrong it will be it will be getting lower day by day but it takes so many months i think it should be recovered to get normally in all over the world it's not so safe because some countries are maintaining social distancing and some countries are not because everybody was getting frustrated day by day night by night everything okay this is episode 9 and i'm talking about aw dynamite brutally celebration let's talk about some of the shocking things i saw there are so many matches so many shocking matches that gets so many tribute to brutally so many aw wrestlers have given a tribute to brutally you can just say that aka luke harper and i know everybody knows brooke harper was no more that's why they're giving rest in peace and everybody have full of tears and cries everybody was getting heartfelt so that and i can just shock about that eric rowan he debut on aew oh my god eric rowan he's here on aew dynamite everybody doesn't know that what why eric rowan is doing here eric rowan why eric rowan is doing here how is he doing here you can just say about that why he came back to get tribute to his brother everything you can just say about that everything about late and you can just say that what can i say about it i can just say about that eric rowan was a god he greatest of all time i just love eric rowan because he is back on 
TNT, but I can just say about that Eric Roman was the most underrated superstar in WWE history in independent circuit a lot of time. But I can just say about few words that Eric Rowan came in giving us so much surprise. He is the former tag team partner of Bludgeon Brothers White Families. Well, I can say a few words. Eric Rowan, welcome to the AEW because Eric Rowan is all lit. I don't know if he signed a contract for a match or not, but I can just say that Eric Rowan came and made a face chalk slam. Face chalk slam to MJF's tag team partner. This was absolutely awesome. I was completely in shock that Eric Rowan was in AEW. It was absolutely unbelievable that he will be coming back. And I, I want to tell you something that AEW Dynamite results, winners reaction highlights from Brutally Tribute show and I saw that the TNT Championship was getting retired and have you ever noticed that TNT Championship, I'm talking about the design of the TNT Championship, the design was getting retired but a TNT championship will getting a new design. I think it's a good thing. Uh, let's see. This week's episode of AEW Dynamite was originally going to be part of AEW's two-week celebration of the new year, but after Brutally died Saturday, it was turned into a tribute show. Okay, no word, no, uh, not, not, never uh, in wrestling, uh, television, wrestling entertainment, get tribute into. AEW has decided to make this pay-per-view as a special pay-per-view for Brutally because nobody, WWE, WWE gives a tribute but WWE never gives a special day for, a, for, for this death ceremony like that just like Brutally's AEW got some special like that. Okay, Lee real name John Huber was the leader of the Dark Order and one way the company honored him was by having every match on the card include at least one member of the group. Cody Rhodes and Orange Cassidy teamed up with Tan to take Ricky Starks, Brian Cage and Will Hobbs. Will Chris Jericho provided commentary, commentary throughout the night. We also saw Anna Jay and Tay Conti face Dr. Britt Baker and Penelope Ford and much more. Since this week's episode is a tribute show to Lee, we have chosen not to grade the matches and instead we focus on recapping the action and how AEW paid tribute to him. Let's take a look at everything from Wednesday's show. In India, you can just say it's a Thursday's show. It's Wednesday, you know what that means. I can just say it's Thursday and now it's Friday. I'm making light because it telecasted on today on India on 6.30 a.m. But I'm wake up at only 9.30 because I'm getting very so much busy about my personal life. So in this professional life podcast, 
I am getting very late to upload. But I think it's okay. It's okay. It's late, but everybody will listen my podcast and listening. And I'm so much shocked that South Africa goes to my podcast. Yes, this is unbelievable. Okay. I can say that I think it's getting too much higher. Okay. Dynamite Open with the entire roster of the stage. Jim Ross said Lee's signature catchphrase before they stood silent for a 10 bell salute. Lee's family was on the stage with Russell and his eldest son, Brutally Jr., could be seen wearing a dark order mask. I can say that Brutally Jr. I think has signed an AEW for future promotions. He is now a kid. But I can just say, I think this kid will be bad. good for AEW business. Business is business if you are promoting the nepotism. But I can just say that nepotism is not the best thing. You can just see in WWE, Rey Mysterio is the star. His son was promoting directly Monday Night Raw because this this is a nepotism I can just say that nepotism is not a problem but I can just say if you have a talent if you have a passion if you have full of entertainment then nobody no freaking body can't stop no freaking body can't stop okay so let's continue again we then cut to a video of John Moxley talking about how hard it was to come up with the right words to pay tribute to his friend. He talked about knowing Lee for over a decade and how they fought in bingo halls and stadiums together. Mox spoke about how Lee always told him how much he loved being a father and closed by saying he loved Lee like a brother and will never forget him. The first match kicked off shortly about after with Matt Hardy and Private Party taking on Cold Cabana and the Young Bucks. I just say Cold Cabana and the Young Bucks got victory. The Young Bucks and Cole Cabana vs Matt Hardy and Private Party. Cabana and Asia Cassidy started for the teams. The Bucks and Cabana kept the upper hand for a long time and sent Hardy out of the ring with a triple drop kick. The rest of the match unfolded like a tri- typical six-match contest. Each team had multiple sequences and double team moves as the traded control back and forth. The Bucks and Cabana dominated more than Private Party and Hardy but not by a huge margin. All six men had their time to shine and we saw just about every combination of opponents this match could produce. It was smart to start the show with this spot. It was fun paced and helped bring the mood up in the building after the emotional opening oh yeah this night was a celebration of lee's life and the business he loved 
he would have wanted people to have fun and enjoy the show this match helped put people in the mindset cabana scored the win after the box hit the mazda drive and he followed up with a superman dive into a pin brody junior home the announcers called minus 1 was shown in the crowd cheering after the match that claimed came out and was about to complain about the dark order dominating the show but scu showed up and threw them into the rings of cabana and the bucks could take the team down oh let's see in the next match lance archer stu grayson and evil uno versus eddie kingston butcher and blade okay darby allen spoke about after the break about how he met brody when he debuted in aew and immediately wanted to wrestle him he said he had no ego and wanted to elevate everybody allen said he would be pleased brain because he was always willing to share lance archer came out in jeans and a tank top looking like least wwe persona luke harper eric kingston grabbed a mic and said he loved and missed brody before going into hill mode and saying the dark order is nothing without him yes it's absolutely good the main boss of the dark order is brody lee and everybody was crying that brody lee is no more and my heart also obviously personal getting felt because i can't believe that in 2020 he is no more he lost this ring he got so much respect after his death after i can just say that he is the champion and he deserves aew world heavyweight champion he got an opportunity but lost to john moxley i can just say that this is not a john moxley sport this is a competition and if you lost if you win it doesn't mean that you doesn't deserve this champion you deserve this champion that's why you fight for this champion and you supposed to win if you have a brain if you have a guts then nobody can stop you to win this championship look at kenny omega he beat john moxley in aw dynamite on last week's dynamite or i can just say that kenny omega he is the best man oh yes okay evil uno attacked kingston before the bell to kick off a big brawl the murder hawk monster helped uno and stu grayson take out all three men on the opposing team grayson filled the role of the guy who takes all of the damage from the other team before he was able to hit one of lee's signature moves as the show went to a break we returned to see kingston and uno slapping the life out of each other archer came in and ran over everybody before he walked 
across the top rope and hit an impressive moonsault to the blade. Uno and Kazon hate their double team finisher on the plate to score the win. Once again, the wrestlers of AEW put on a wild match that entertained from start to finish. The entire Archer War was a nice touch, but the performance of all six men is what stood out the most. After the boat, AEW played another tribute video with several people sharing their thoughts on Lee Cash Wheeler, Arn Anderson Cabana and Bryce Ramsburg spoke about how he was a great family man. Yes, Hangman Page, Edge Reynolds and John Silver vs MJF, Santana and Ortiz. Yes, this match I see a full match. It was completely awesome and shocking that nobody can just say that this match was absolutely unstoppable. Okay, John Silver wore his own version of Lee's attire for his match alongside Alex Reynolds and Adam Page against MJF, Santana and Ortiz. MJ, you can just say Adam Page or Hangman Page next time. MJF had the Puerto Rican flag on his trunks. Puerto Rico. Everybody knows that it's another country of Latin America. Everybody supporting like that. Silver and Reynolds threw some pepper at their opponents as a reference to what Lee would do to them on being the elite. MJF rolled out of the ring and yelled at Brody Jr., the young nigger minus one stood resilient. Just like the previous boats, this one followed a familiar formula. Everybody had a chance to be in control. But for some reason, this one seemed a bit more cohesive. The pace was steady and the teamwork on both sides was crisp. John Hungy got that hot tag when we returned from a break and went on a rampage. He single-handedly took out everyone on the opposing team. Silver hit some great spots before MJF hit him with a heat seeker. Santana and Ortiz tried to pin him, but Reynolds made the save. Warlow took Reynolds down and Eric Redbeard, the former Eric Rowan, showed up to take him out of the equation. MJF ripped the mask off brutally and the little man hit him with a candlestick. The match ended with Silver and Olsen Page getting the win. Redbeard joined them in the ring with a sign for Lee and tears in his eyes. You can just say that Eric Redbeard attacked him partner. I can just say Brody Lee attacked him partner Eric Redbeard. Eric Rowan in WWE. I don't know will AEW put Eric Rowan or Eric Redbeard. I don't know. I think it will be done. This was somehow the most fun and the most emotional match up to this point. Everything with Lee's son was done so well and he performed in a way that would have made his dad proud. 
AEW just gave Brody Jr. the memory of a lifetime. Everything about this was exactly what it needed to be. Kingston shared his thoughts about Lee and how much he will miss him. He could barely keep himself from crying as he spoke directly to Lee's family through the camera. I can just say about that, this is absolutely good for something. He's the best. I can just say that. One single thing I want to tell you something that I forgot to say about that. Bef after starting the show, everybody including Tony Khan, Cody Rhodes, so many wrestlers, creator teams and referees, announcers joined into his show and rang 10 times to get tribute for Brodily. And AEW made a video, the tribute video for Brodily. I was completely shocked that this video has included WWE stars in the past photos. It includes Bray Wyatt, Eric Rowan, Seth Rollins, Becky Lynch, other WWE stars, Sheamus, and you can just say that other WWE stars. It was included in AEW, but I think this is an old piece. But I don't know will this WWE stars returning to AEW for a major promotion or not. But I can just say about that. It will be a good day for AEW. And this AEW match was getting so much enjoyment and so much ratings. Push ratings for higher. Nobody can say about that this match is a bad and badass. But I can just say about that it's a good. Everything is good. Nobody, no freaking body can say about that you are good for nothing. I can just say you are good for anything. Let's see. Anna J and Tay Conti versus Britt Baker and Penelope Ford. Okay, this is a Diva match, women's match. Let's see. Anna J and Britt Baker started the match with some chain wrestling. They each managed to get in some offense before Conti tagged in. This match took a slower approach that than the six-man boats we saw earlier because there weren't as many moving parts. There were there was more time for each performer, so they paced themselves. Tay and Jay have teamed together before, but it was a little surprisingly surprising to see Ford and Baker work so well as a unit. They had the heel tactics down like they have been working together this whole time. JKA99 got the hot tag when we returned for a commercial. She hit a series of moves before Ford stopped her momentum.
Conti dealt with Ford, leaving Jay and Baker together in ring. Liz Protech signaled to the sky and gave the Tarkoda gesture with tears in her eyes. She caught Ford in a moonsault and locked in a slip 